Sherbanu Eyal Khan argues that maintaining peace and stability so commerce could thrive was an even bigger challenge than the ones faced by the male predecessors of the Achenese queens. During the time of the queens, although the VOC might have controlled a larger share of the international trade, Aceh's regional trade continued to thrive, and as a trading port which served private traders from all over the world, Aceh's international commercial networks continued to be resilient. By the end of the reigns of these women sovereigns, Malay writing and literature in Aceh had developed to a height unrivaled until today. This could be said to constitute the real golden age in Achenese history. Sorry, Iskandar Muda. The book really goes into detail, so I recommend reading it. The text is already up in our resource library under episode 19. Sultana Safiyatuddin, or Taj Alalam Safiyatuddin Shah, ruled for 35 years until her death in 1675. She was followed by Sultana Inayat Shah Sakiyat al-Din Shah, who ruled for a decade, but again, her origins are obscure. The Bustan, that manuscript we mentioned earlier, states that she was the daughter of a certain Sultan Muhammad Shah, but it could have also been Sultan Ali Riyayat Shah. After her death in 1688, the last of the four queens, Kamalat Shah, was installed. Her origin seems to be totally obscure, as in there's no clear record of how this happened. She ruled until 1699, when she was deposed by a male challenger of Arab descent. So unlike the Patani queens, these queens were not a direct, unbroken lineage. Khan writes that from 1641, quote, The personalities of the female rulers and Aceh circumstances brought about a different, more benevolent, and moral style of leadership. In contrast to their predecessors.